Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Seth Galena, senior college football analyst for Pro Football Focus. You can find him at PFF underscore Seth. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Seth, how are you doing today? I am fantastic. It is snowing like a lot right now so i'm where at concerned about my car uh montreal quebec canada oh well there you go (laughs) yeah i know i know but this is only the second snowfall this year and it's already december so uh um yeah we'll see how it goes okay there you go uh well good luck with the snow i'm glad we're sitting uh close to 50 today here in wisconsin we'll take that every day of the week i'm sure there's some people out there golfing or getting yard work done at this point hey i wanted to ask you the college football playoffs uh nothing really changed uh even though the controversy is about ohio state they only have five games they're not going to be playing this weekend against michigan they're still scrambling to find another team however uh, it looks like the big 10 is going to uh, give them the exemption to still play in the big 10 championship game uh, against Northwestern. So do you think it's fair to what they're doing for the Big Ten and for Ohio State? Well, I'm not sure it's fair, but I think this is the result that we all expected because money. Uh, they, <laughs> Big Ten wants a team in the playoffs, and they weren't going to – if you know Ohio State doesn't play this week and they don't play in the Big Ten championship, I don't know if the playoff will you know take them in with that little amount of games played. So at least them being the official, you know, Big Ten winners, assuming they were are, are to beat Northwestern next week, um, and that probably puts them in because. And, and again, it goes back to money. The Big Ten absolutely needs a team in the uh, college football playoffs. Obviously, Ohio State is good enough to be there. Uh, there's no doubt about that in terms of their you know, talent on the team. But I, you know, in terms of like the resume over a full season, I think I think if they wouldn't have played this Big Ten championship game. Uh, they're more deserving teams, I would say. So Clemson in at 9-1, Notre Dame and uh, Alabama both undefeated. Two teams that are sitting there scratching their head, Coastal Carolina and Cincinnati, they're like, what do we got to do? We've won our games. We've played. We've had games canceled. We've done everything we can possibly do. We just can't seem to get a sniff. Does this again point towards they have to expand the college football playoff system? Well, so it's funny. I was reading about this. Uh, or I think I saw maybe uh, Stephen Godfrey's tweets, who's like one of the better college football guys out there. And he was saying like, you know, it'll happen eventually. And I think we're all in agreement. I think we'd all just want to see more good teams play against each other. That's why I'm in favor of the playoff. But I don't think it's going to happen because the group of five teams keep getting left out. It's going to happen because eventually some power five teams who maybe weren't conference winners or maybe are conference winners in a given season get left out. 
because those guys, again, who has the money? It's the Power Five. They're going to want their teams in because uh, they're not going to want to get snubbed, uh, you know, time and time again. So, unfortunately, it's too bad because, you know, we might miss out on two really good teams. Like, Cincinnati has one of the best defenses uh, in the country. Coastal Carolina's offense, you know, a lot of, I know a lot of people watched them for the first time against BYU this weekend, last weekend. What a super fun offense they have. We're going to miss out on them. And, and you know, Cincinnati could get a New Year's Six Bowl. That probably is going to happen. Coastal Carolina might not even get a, a New Year's Six Bowl at this point. So we're, it just it sucks. It's, I don't know what to say. It sucks that we're not going to see these teams play against good teams. Um, then I wanted to talk about the rest of, you know, the, the college football playoff analysis, so to speak. You look at it. Now, again, Ohio State, should they lose to Northwestern, Northwestern doesn't find its way in, sitting at 5-1, and one, going for 6-1 and one against Ohio State. Northwestern doesn't suddenly jump up from 14 into the top four, correct? Yeah, I think that would be too high of a jump. I mean, again, that would be too bad as well um, because maybe with a full season, maybe they're, you know, 11-1 and one and, and everything's different. Though, yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't think they, that's too far of a jump. Do we look at Georgia and Oklahoma with two losses that are right there on the cusp, both sitting in the top 10, top 11? Do we are we giving too much respect just to the conference? Like Georgia, with a couple of losses, I know they've fallen from uh, eight or from eighth to ninth in the college football playoff rankings. But a two loss SEC team, and, and they're still getting more respect than some of these teams with one loss or no loss at all. Yeah, and I think Georgia. Like again, if we're just going to look at talent and like who we think would be who on a given day, yeah, Georgia is, is a top whatever team. But they haven't played like that, and they lost their two important games. They lost to Georgia, lost to to Alabama and probably didn't look that great. They didn't look very Georgia-like in those two games. And also, hey, look, you mess up your quarterback situation. That's on you. That's not, not, that's not our fault. That's not our right. fault you played, the, the, you know, like the, the, the worser of the quarterbacks that you had on roster for the first half of the season. Uh, so, yeah, I think they are getting a little bit of a benefit of that. I kind of hope, hope that they don't um, jump any team because they, they haven't looked good in, like I said, the two games that they've been – the two important games. With you know with Oklahoma, the team that that's really interesting is the team they're going to face in the Big Twelve title game, Iowa State, who the committee absolutely adores for some reason. I'm not saying they're a bad football team; um, they're a fun football team. I like a lot of stuff they do on that football team, but they still have two losses. One of them's to a, uh, a Sun Belt team who lost to the Coastal Carolina team that we were just talking about. So uh, I'm not uh, that that's to me the most baffling one. But they keep moving up the rankings. Maybe maybe if things fall away, we could see Iowa State in the in the playoffs. Yeah, I was going to say, what could what, who who may end up jumping up? We're talking with Seth Galina, senior college football analyst for Pro Football Focus. So, who do you think has the best shot? I mean, does does and I don't even know what the schedules are because we've seen so many games postponed or moved or changed or whatever. Florida sitting at eight and one on the outside, Texas A and M sitting at uh, seven and one on the outside. Uh, you've got Iowa State, who you had mentioned, Cincinnati. Uh, of that cluster, who do you think has the best shot at maybe possibly jumping up into that Final Four? Uh, you know, hopefully for, it's Cincinnati, but that's not that's not going to happen. Uh, then obviously, I mean, it's got to be Florida because you know, in terms of remaining games left, it's they have Alabama, and if and if some results go their way, if a result goes their way in the ACC title game, all of a sudden they could very easily be the number one ranked team right you know if the if they if florida goes and beats alabama and you know clemson comes back and beats notre dame all four of those teams are going to have one loss 
And Florida's only loss is going to be because they they had a fluke fumble at the end of a Texas A&M game. And Texas A&M is going to be the fifth-ranked team in the country. So that – you can see Florida even jump – I don't think it's going to happen. You can see Florida jumping up all the way to number one in, 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 a, in some sort of parallel universe. So that would be my take. I mean, it's, it's like I'm not going that, that far down the list. They are just outside the playoffs right now. But that would be my take to uh, – if there was one team to jump in, it, it would have to be Florida, just get, given, given their future schedule. Before I let you go, I do want to touch on a couple of things. Uh, the Wisconsin Badgers, tough, a couple of tough losses. Uh, defensively, they played pretty well, but offensively, turnovers, a young Graham Mertz coming in, uh, taking over for Jack Cohn, who was injured. Graham Mertz looked like all-world in the first game, and then after that, things tailed off a little bit. Uh, what do you see future-wise for the Wisconsin Badgers? Well, I think the future is pretty bright. And like you said, the defense, uh, I believe they are first or second in the country in our like you know defensive efficiency metrics. So that I mean they they've been as good as you can you can hope for. The thing with Mertz is he's young. Uh, we thought he was we thought he was something that he probably wasn't at least at this point in his career after the Illinois game. And then when you and then of course now looking in hindsight you go back and you watch the Illinois game the game and you say well you know Illinois is not very good on defense. <laughs> like uh, there are a lot of guys uh, wide open there on this on this. Uh, uh, you know, in this Illinois secondary. Now, with that said, Mertz put the ball in the money every time. Um, I believe 21 throws, and we charted him as 21 catchable targets, which is like the highest percentage, um, you know, in terms of like a minimum threshold of like 15 throws that we've ever seen in a PFF college football year. So it was good. Uh, it was great, but maybe that defense played a part of it, and we can see it now when he's playing against um, some better defenses. Uh, that it hasn't been quite there. With that said, it's going to be there at some point. And and the whole team is young. So this is, a, mm-hmm. this is a year, all right, we thought after the Illinois game it was going to be a great year. It didn't end up turning out like that. But I think we saw enough from him and, and some of the other younger guys that this could be a team that really, that really does some damage in the Big Ten uh, in the next two years, really. Seth, great to talk to you. Some interesting stuff. It's a weird college football season without a doubt, and we'll watch it all culminate. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, buddy. Seth Galina, senior college football analyst for Pro Football Focus. Find him on Twitter at PFF underscore Seth, at PFF underscore Seth. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.